Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Mike Morheim from Dreamhaven, and you're listening to The Instance. (laughs) The World of Warcraft podcast, so you don't have to. This is The Instance. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Instance. This is The Instance, episode 631 for February 26, 2021. Uh, welcome to year 15. Sorry, year almost 16 of The Instance. With me, Scott Johnson. Garrett Weins are all here today. Hello, Garrett. Hello, Scott. Hello. I tried to squeeze in an, ep- or an episode, a game of Hearthstone Battlegrounds before the show, and it's going too well. I'm in a final two as we speak for this very program. Oh, I like this. We can do like a little... Um uh, play-by-play as things go on here maybe we'll find out yeah uh, yeah i've got uh, i've got like the uh the 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 perfect dragon board i've got a you know i've got a, a malago or sorry a caligos how dare i how dare i confuse yeah. those two can't believe you did that oh, man. and uh yeah yeah it's just uh you know it's, it's things are going well yeah uh, i think i'm about to own this Cthune. good Cthune deserves to be owned and uh, may you be the owner of Cthulhu by the end of today's pod. I'm sure this game will end sooner than that. But uh, I mean, it's, uh, I think one of us is about to die. <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck on uh, that. And we'll do we'll keep close to the scores here, folks. It's like the Super Bowl is going on while we do something else. We'll find yeah, out. Man. Uh, happy, happy post BlizzCon line. Thanks, man. Uh, we're what? Mr. Uh, Q&A hoster. Oh, yeah. Extraordinaire. That was fun. I had a, had a good time. Um, just a little. Uh, this isn't really a leak, but a little secret. Uh if you were in charge of production of a live broadcast like that, you would probably do this as well. We did live to tape. In other words, no editing of the actual content before we posted it, but we recorded it at 11 p.m. the night before. And we did that. Oh, I didn't know that. I know. You did. And you know what? Congrats to us because exactly the, the goal in mind was to make it not feel overly thought over overly produced or any of that because the goal was like look these are raw questions we want raw answers we don't want to to you know be too careful about cultivating all of that we want this to feel like a regular stage q a but the way isps work power works everyone's remote everyone's in a different location you have like maximum stacks of potential problems technical problems and so you do it a little early in case any of those things happen which i'm glad they didn't but if they had we would have been screwed during the live thing, right? So record it live, play it like it's live, done deal. And we do it as close to that night. Like everything has happened. All the PR interviews have been done. That way there's no new information going to come out before this thing airs the next day. And it worked out really well. So uh, yeah. I'm really glad that people uh, uh, enjoyed it. And we got some, we actually learned a little something from it that we're going to talk about later that a lot of people are really pissed about. Uh, in fact, you know, what? we'll talk about it now. In the Q&A, yeah. uh, Eli, the art director who was on there, made the comment after a question about character customization. And the question was, will there be any more? You know, we like our 
our weird tusks and our scars on our faces and my uh, the one eye's blind and the other one isn't and all the cool things I can do with my orc now. Well, like, one eye's blind is my favorite 90s band. One eye's blind, amazing band. Boy, howdy, were they big in their day. So uh, we all love that stuff. <clears throat> Pretty universally, people have been very happy with that customization. Somebody had asked, will we have more? And it was a question that was that was assumed to be, well, will we have more during Shadowlands? Um, and that's why I think we got the answer, which was no. Um, the simple answer was no, we're not doing any more. And a lot of people took that to mean, well, you're just never going to do this again. Like you're going to just let that character creator and or barbershop thing just squander for all time. And they've, they, I don't know if they've done much clarification beyond that, but it was one of those moments where a lot of people were like, wait a minute, one of my favorite things right now is how much more I can customize my character compared to how I used to. And, uh, I don't think they were okay. This is Scott conjecture here because we didn't really get to it on the Q and a, but I think, uh, you never say never in a case like this. And this is a living, breathing, constantly being updated, reevaluated and expanded video game that is going to continue well on into however long future years it has, who knows what they do to the game in the intervening time. And the idea that they are just done with one cosmetic aspect of the game seems crazy to me. So I think that should be taken as like, okay, well, we got what we got right before this patch where the pre-patch had these changes. And those are it for this expansion. And because everything else gloves are off. It's expansions or who knows what in the future. We don't know. We don't know anything about it. So I don't know why there was such a freak out, but it was everywhere, dude. I had people emailing me, texting me. There was a, a whole nightmare thread on Reddit. Like everybody all worked up, which I know people can do in the Warcraft community. I, yeah, but. I would take that, you know, it, obviously people got worked up and I'm sure some people took it too far as, as the internet tends to do. But uh, if, if I were a World of Warcraft developer yeah, and I saw that people were this worked up, it, it, in a way I would go, boy, that's awesome that they care this much, that, that, that this was such a hit. Right. For the players that that the thought of not having more of these right. really bums them out. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Also, maybe maybe think about how you answer those questions. Yeah, that because <laughs> that one was really super uh, softball-y, I thought. But um, the way they answered it was, um, I mean, usually they are they, they usually are sort of never say never. And they even said those exact words on other issues, other people answering questions. So I was so. I was prepping for my own uh, interview, so I was kind of tuning in and out. So I didn't hear that answer as given. Hmm. Did they specify in that answer that they were only really talking about Shadowlands, or was that something that they did after the fact? Because after the fact, I went and I was you know reading yeah. like the bullet points of everything that got mentioned in the Q and A, and it really went at it, like every outlet I read went out of its way to specify that what they meant was Shadowlands only. It was less clear during the Q and A than it was after the fact. And I think that was okay. the problem. And it's not that it was yeah. poorly said. It's just, well, it's just that the question said, will we be getting any more? And I think their assumption is, Oh, they mean in Shadowlands," And so their answer was, well, no, we, we've done that for, for now. And that's yeah. maybe more should have been said about now for future expansions, who knows, or we never say never here at blizzard or, or whatever, because I think most of us are cool with what we got for this expansion. We weren't expecting like hundreds more of these customizations. Um, I mean, that'd be great. I'm not. I wouldn't turn them. I'd down. like a. I'd like. I'd like some full bushy beards for my blood elves, please. Of course um, you would. Of I realized course. we got more facial hair, which it, it was not a full uh, a high bar to clear. Right. It pretty much had uh, 
cat whiskers level yeah. of beards before. Yeah. Now we have actual proper goatees, but, but, uh, yeah. My understanding yeah. is it's difficult for your average blood elf to grow the kind of hair you're asking for. And so, uh, <laughs> you can't all, we Listen. can't all be Malfurian, dude. Malfurian is what he should be called. Oh, see what I did there I like with that. the words. Yeah. I, I did see what you did there. <laughs> well, anyway, it was one of those things that just reminded me slightly of the 2014 live BlizzCon, uh, instance episode we did where Greg street announced for the first time that there would not be flying, uh, once you had leveled through, um, I guess it was warlords. Yeah. Warlords at the time. And there was much gnashing of teeth. Um, that was, yeah, that was bad. <laughs> that was mad. That, <laughs> that was really was bad. Just about that. Yeah. So nothing too controversial uh, though. It went really well. I want to thank everybody who tuned in and watched that thing. And, um, everybody who submitted questions, there were obviously a ton we couldn't get to cause there's always a ton. You always sandbag it to make sure you have enough for, uh, the entirety of that hour, but as always, you know, some answers go long. We don't get to everybody's question. Uh, there's a couple in there. I really wish we would have gotten to, but we were happy to get what we got. And, uh, uh, another big thanks to blizzard for inviting me again. It turned out really good. Enjoyed ourselves. Oh, and by the way, so, uh, breaking news. Oh, first of all, we got to check, uh, on the game. Do, are we winning still? Are you losing? Oh, oh, I won. I won by you the way. Won. Got first place. Got a big fat stack of points. Look at that. Climbing, climbing that battlegrounds. Oh, yeah. Lord of Battlegrounds ladder. Next. Take that, Cthune. And I was Finley as well. My options of heroes was bad, so I've rolled the dice with Finley. I got Ysera as my hero power, which is not a great hero power, and I still took first place. So well done. me and blindly drafting dragons and hoping for the best. I so. think that's super rad that you won. All right, now we've done that. I uh, wanted to just put this out there because I feel like a hypocrite, and i got to get it off my chest. <laughs> Um, something happened to me, let's call it BlizzCon online or BlizzCon line week and forward where, as you know, this expansion, I started with GURP, but then as soon as I hit Oribos, I was like, I don't know if I want to do a, I don't want to main the hunter this time around. I mean, I just was feeling like I needed something new. So I went and grabbed the, the, um, uh, the, what, what, what's the other one I played now? I don't even remember the freaking, oh, uh, uh, Druid, Druid, you got really into Druid for like half a month. So I was super into that Druid for about a month, three, three weeks to a month. I was just like hardcore Druid, instant travel form, like all of these advantages I thought were just so rad. And then I was like, ah, oh, I'm kind of hungry for the Demon Hunter. And I think it was based on watching that speed run of Torghast. And I was like, oh, I'm going to play a Demon Hunter again. So I dusted him off and got him leveled and and then was running Torghast with him and getting my story done and aligned myself with the freaking Venthyr just to do something different. And anyway, that was going well. BlizzCon line comes along and for some reason a f- switch goes off in my head. And I don't know if this is like a nostalgic sort of wow as a thing that I've known for so long went off in my head and I went, oh, well, I'm back to the hunter, damn it. Why? I don't know. Just because. Just and he's he's rolling with uh, uh, Beast Master because that's how a true hunter is, in my opinion. And I get in there and uh, I hate to be the guy to say this because I've been so critical of it up to this point, but I've gone from quite disliking Torghast and having to run it over and over to really liking it. And I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. It's not just story to a hunter. It's not just let's go save Jaina. It's not just, uh, you know, get all the soul ash you can get during a week or whatever. It just became fun. And I, it must be something to do with the hunter, but things are a little hairy in there. Right? Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm dying more often than I did with the demon hunter. He was like, never dying. Um, yeah, there's a lot of self healing going on there. I died a fair amount with the druid, um, about probably as bad as much as I do with Gurp the Hunter. But I don't know why I'm enjoying it. Like literally, the moment to moment gameplay 
is ringing for me in a way that I get excited when I find a chained up freaking, uh, I don't know, some idiot who needs help finding his key or whatever. Oh, sure, I'll help you. All right, additional thing. I can't wait to see uh, a pot down in the corner kind of faintly glowing, and I'm like, ooh, I bet that's got a freaking anima uh, effects in it or power, and I'm going to go get it. I love that we've, uh, we, we've, we've swapped positions, because I was really in the Torghast in the beginning, and now I never want to do it again. Right, what is this about? <laughs> I don't get it. Because I know as I say this, that in a week, I could come back to the show and go, oh, I'm so freaking sick of Torghast. Yeah, yeah, you'll, 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 you'll hit a wall. You'll hit a wall. I, I think it's, uh, I, I can see it being really fun with the Hunter, though, compared to the other two that you played, because like with a pet, it adds an extra strategic element where, you know, if you know a pull is going to be hard, you can still try and be smart about it. Right. I can do uh, things like, uh, let's which, just rapid fire through a stack of 10 of these guys. And then when they all run to me, cause obviously I've aggroed everything other than the, my pets on, I can feign death and then they'll go back. And meanwhile, I popped my, uh, I just forget the name of the damn thing. The, the night Fay ability you get when you're a hunter and I forgot the name of it. Anyway, oh, whatever I it is, tell you, I haven't, haven't tried it. Big circle of extra damage and effect. It's everybody. very pretty. It's very cool, but I'll fire that off right before the feign death. And now they're not on me anymore. And I'll get a pop exhilaration or something because my pet's half dead or whatever. And then be really specific about who I'm tearing down and when I'm doing it and keep the pet on the guy I wanted on. So I'm just kind of managing this aggro the best I can. And there's something really great about tearing down 10 to 12 of those guys. And at the end of it going, holy shit, I cannot believe I beat all of that on, you know, level five or wherever the hell I am now on this or not uh, uh, level. What do they call them? Layer five. What La- do they call them? Uh, are you are you doing the floors in a single run or the overall layer? The overall layer. The so whole run. Layer five. Okay. That's of, a layer. Of, okay. So I'm at so it's layer I'm, one to eight. Right. There you go. And, and there it is. Wild spirits. Wild spirits is the thing for the hunter. Thank you for the clarification. Uh, thank you, chat room. Syrian. Uh, Syrian fifty nine. But anyway, it is uh way more fun than I think it's supposed to be. Plus I'm kind of really enjoying deck builders again. And this game kind of has a weird, uh, you know, slay the spire kind of quality to it. This mode, the store gas mode, this is all stuff we already know, but why I'm suddenly okay again, I don't know. And everything that, that, uh, was talked about in the Q and a and beyond, uh, regarding changes they're going to make to Torghast all sound really great to me as well. So I hope this stays and I feel continue to feel good about it. Like it was to this point, Garrett, where I had gotten all the soul ash I needed. I'd done everything I needed to do. I'd even gotten the Jaina quest up to the story point and everything. And then I noticed I had a quest I forgot about. It was to buy some quest item from one of the, I forget their names, the robot ladies, the the, the freaking, <laughs> I don't know their names. Uh, the, uh, the brokers. The brokers. We're about to get a big mega dungeon with brokers. The brokers. Uh, one of them, a named one, you're supposed to buy an item from them as part of a quest. And I forgot the last two times I ran through there. So I went and did another run just so I could buy a thing from the lady. I don't know what's going on. I don't know why I like it so much. It's normally a thing I'd say, I'm doing that tomorrow or later at the best. I'm not going back in there. But for whatever reason, really enjoying it, enjoying my dailies, like back into a groove right now. And having a blast. I, I will fully admit a lot of this is the outer edges of the hype bubble that was BlizzCon line uh, just kind of infecting me a little bit. I got excited again. And even though there were things about that event and things being announced that were less than exciting, we'll get to some of that in the show today, I still feel this overwhelming urge to play the game all the time right now. So so have you been uh, have you been neglecting your maw duties on GURP? 
Uh, no, in then, fact, I went and I've been doing that too. I've been getting my lost souls. I went and did. Okay, I was I was gonna say because if you've been if you've been haven't been leveling up your reputation with uh, Venari, mm-hmm. um, do that. Like, in, and then don't feel like you got to clear out the maw every day, man. Like, like do what you find fun and then call it quits for the day because you, you can just you can do this every damn day, and because uh, that's really gonna up the amount and quality of the anima abilities that are offered or anima powers that are offered to you as you're going through Torghast. Yeah, for sure. If you're really big in Torghast right now, you should be also somewhat keeping up with the Maw as you go. Yeah. I basically made it a point to, if I've got to go to the Maw or, or vice versa, whatever thing is the priority I'm doing the other while I'm there. And, um, you know, soul shape is helpful when you've picked night Fae as your covenant, uh, because I don't have so much complaining to say about like, you know, uh, traveling in the mob, but I've also got a pretty good cooldown going on my um, aspect of cheetah and all that stuff. So, so yeah, and then like uh, jump backwards and disengage and all those tricks. Yeah, and I'm just you know taming a few pets I never had before. I'm just getting serious about it in a way that's it's been a while. It's been since well, it's been since the last expansion that I threw this much energy behind Gurp. But um, yeah. I think you're uh, I think you're honing in on a on a on a main again. Yeah, and. Turns wanna... out he was there all along, dude. He never left. <laughs> <laughs> He's always been there. Hey, <laughs> so anyway, I'm having a ball right now, and uh, we'll see by next week if I don't, I don't burn out on some of this. But I've been um, been playing. Oh, and I ran a bunch of dungeons. That's the other thing. They were all LFG, but ran a bunch of dungeons. Did fine there. Um, I think one of the things that soured me is I was tanking dungeons with uh, with the Demon Hunter. And I got kicked out of two games for something that had nothing to do with me. And I know everyone says that, but I swear to you, they were just a-holes that were like one, one creature in a giant mob that got pulled by some, you know, frost mage got out of control and I didn't get a handle on it fast enough. And that's enough to just kick me after the first encounter or whatever. And that kind of stuff. Leave it to the uh, hunter, not to blame the hunter. Whoops. That wasn't supposed to play, but yeah. Right. Like leave it to the guy who behaves like a hunter to F it up for everybody else. So now I'm happy to be that hunter. I go in there, accidentally hit rapid fire or something, <laughs> pull a bunch of mobs nobody wanted. Now I'm the guy again. Ah, oh, feels good. Also, uh, cues for GURP have only been about five minutes, so it hasn't been too bad. I think a lot of people are playing this game. I think that's what's going on. Yeah, yeah. And if you're trying to catch up an LFR too, like there's more slots for for damage than there are for tanks anyway, so the weight's not too bad. Yeah, it's not too bad at all. All right, well, now... Let's do these side quests. All right. So we got a few things this week. Um, we got a little clarification on WoW Classic Realms and how boosts are going to work in that environment. Um, there were Specifically for BC Classic. Correct. Uh, which is... When's the beta? Do we have that yet? I don't think we have the beta. Did they give a date? I don't think they I mean, they said it was this year, like the release of the Let's whole see. thing, didn't they? Release in 2021 with beta soon. I guess just no dates. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, here's the clarification, because there was a lot of questions about, well, wait, if I want to boost somebody or how do I make a copy of the character I already have? Or there was a lot of back and forth and they answered some of that in the Q&A. Um, but here's what they posted. They put this in the forums to sort of create some clarification. We think it might be helpful to note that we are now calling WoW Classic Era Realms start or not. Sorry, we're now calling WoW Classic Era Realms start at level one. And we will feel the same way as we did two years ago. No boost would ever be needed or appropriate there. So we're talking vanilla ass vanilla. Wow. When we originally laid out our principles for WoW Classic, the one to 60 experience was the only thing that we could refer to. 
Uh, Burning Crusade Classic begins at level 58, and we're configuring this new boost service to avoid minimizing the accomplishments of existing players or skipping any new content at launch. Uh, it's for players who want right away and quickly or want to, I'm sorry, who want to, a way to quickly join their friends in Outland. So that's the whole idea. You want to get boosted? You can. But that boost is just for, um, that boost to 58 is just for TBC Classic and not for Vanilla to just be max level Vanilla and do all the Vanilla Endgame things. They also said that they won't be allowing you to boost uh, Alliance Shaman or Horde Paladins, which bumps me out a little bit. (laughs) I didn't even think about that. Is that confirmed? I guess they're not going to. It makes sense they wouldn't do that. They mentioned it during the BC Classic panel. You don't like that? Yeah, I was going to boost the Blood Elf Paladin immediately. And uh, never mind. Not so much. Leveling a paladin, leveling a paladin in VC or vanilla is one of the worst gaming experiences I've ever put myself through. Yeah, it's really it was really different back then. They're fun now, but uh, they don't. If I remember correctly, they didn't get Crusader Strike, which is like their main damage ability until in the forties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, you don't want to do that. So, what are you going to do yeah. instead? You can level something else, uh, boost something. Well, my hunter's damn near there, so I might just bring my hunter over and go from there. Probably do that, yeah. Pretty close to 58, right? You could probably knock that out in, what? You probably have 10 levels, if I remember right, back where you left off. You could do it. Garrett, stream the whole thing. Show the world. Show the world, too. Oh, Chavern's saying it's Draenei and Blood Elves in, in, in total that are off limits, not just the Paladin and Shaman. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, well, see, that's no good for you. I don't. I, I, my brain probably read it that way because I don't give a shit about anything else on those two races. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, makes sense. But oh god, yeah, yeah. And I you guess have I'm no, have you have no else. interest to do. Like you're going to do whatever you're doing is is alliance something, right? Um, it, it depends on where my friends end up. Um, but a lot of my friends ended up Alliance uh, for, for, for Vanilla Classic, so that's why I went Alliance. Plus, that was like my original OG WoW experience. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, if, I mean, if I could boost a Blood Elf, I'd be there in a heartbeat. But um, since I can't, I might just boost a, a Warrior because that's another one. I love tanking, but boy, whew, I don't like leveling those classes in old school WoW. No, no, those are no fun. At least my memory is they weren't much fun or as fun. Yeah. I remember one fun combination, though. I had a friend who was a Paladin. I was a frost mage. This was vanilla, maybe TBC. I don't remember, but we basically leveled through all leveling content together so that um, he would just do that whole run around and aggro everybody and end up with like 20 mobs or whatever. And then I would just come and just hose them down with ice. And it was fantastic. I died a lot, but he would res me and that was okay. But we were just ripping through content like not even doing quests as much we just go find like a thousand pigs and destroy them it was great it's good times those old days nice anyway nice uh, yeah well uh in other news uh there seems to be some tacit confirmation that blizzard is indeed working on a mobile warcraft game Mm. Mm. very specific mobile warcraft game though no one is entirely sure what a mobile warcraft game is defined as uh it came in the form of a tweet from Lungjaw advertising an environmental artist job within the company, tweet read as follows. We've updated the description of our latest environment art job opening. We are indeed working on a Warcraft mobile game. I've actually been working on this game for most of my time at Blizzard, and it really is an amazing team. 
So, uh, yeah, there's, I mean, there's a lot we could assume here. Um, but, but what do you think, Scott? Mm, okay. So there's a few things. Warcraft game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like uh, there's some people that would, that would say, well, this is just a full on version of wow for mobile in the way that, uh, black desert online has a mobile version of their game, which is pretty, uh, you know, very similar in tons of ways with a few differences for mobile. Um, this is true of, oh gosh, so many games. There's so many MMOs, Korean and Chinese MMOs for the most part, and some, you know, some US based ones that have a mobile version of their game that isn't necessarily tied directly into the live PC version of their game. And so that one possibility we talk about for a second, where maybe they're making WoW Junior as a complete and whole experience of its own with its own mechanics and leveling and whatever systems it has. And that's the game. Uh, I think a lot of us core WoW players would say, wait a minute, what I want is something that affects the live game. I want something that is either an extension of that or or exactly that, just a mobile version of WoW, another client for me to play your game. Um, but I do think there's something to the idea of it being a more tailored to mobile experience and therefore its own thing. Um, I don't know. that That to me rings more accurate than just a full-blown version of WoW. And I base that mostly on the experience of seeing many other MMOs that do this very thing. So why wouldn't they try to do this? Because those games do real well. Like they're huge and they make a lot of money for the companies that have them. Why wouldn't Blizzard want to make a game that's basically, you know, World of Warcraft, uh, not light. I hate using that term, but you know what I mean? It would have to be kind of light. Um, there's another good example of this. It isn't even an MMO, like uh, Final Fantasy 15. Forgot the weird name they put at the end, but basically they kind of chibly headed all the Final Fantasy 15 characters and shrunk that game down to a mobile game. But it's really that game like that's it's that game again. Almost entirely, except the characters are simplified. Some of the mechanics are, are either removed or simplified to make it a, a more streamlined experience. I see them doing something like that. If it were me. Thoughts, feelings. Uh, I, I feel like if you're going to do essentially World of Warcraft on the phone, it should just be actual World of Warcraft. Like if like if we can't bring our characters over and make progress, like what's the point? Well, exactly. I mean, that's my, my and my point earlier was I think that's what you and I would want. Right. That's what I want. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I, I think it's want. a lot more likely that it's just a new game. Yeah. Um, for mobile utilizing the Warcraft IP. Um, but I also believe that whether it was proper wow on a phone or just some other standalone title with the Warcraft IP, that the messaging would have been the same. If it, if it was wow on a phone, I don't think this is how they would choose to announce it. Right. So I think they would leave it ambiguous. Right. I think that that makes sense. It also makes me think that it's not very close to being anything close to an announced officially or, or revealed. In fact, I'm a little surprised this tweet even exists because it's basically sort of tacit acknowledgement that this exists. And uh, yeah, yeah. You know, but I mean, again, I think look at the conversation we're having. We're not sure. We're not sure what it means. All yeah. we know is it's on mobile and it uses the Warcraft IP. And then there's, there's just, there's so many directions this could take. Right. Yeah. Like a lot of people are mentioning the clash of clans games um, in chat room right oh, now, which please certainly no. would lend itself I to, want, I don't want that though. To Warcraft. I, I'm not a fan, but it's a really popular style of game. Yeah. And it's, um, you know, the roots and strategy wasn't, wouldn't hurt. Wow. But uh, in RTS, you know, 
uh, roots or whatever. I could see that being a translation or whatever. I'm never going to get my turn-based Starcraft game. So maybe I'd take something in between. And also, you know, Blizzard makes things I want to play even when it's a genre I don't like as much. So I I think you might though. Like I think if, if, if they're, they're, you know, entry mobile titles are, are successful. We might eventually see our, our Starcraft tactics game or something of that nature. Yeah. Um, I also, so I, yeah, that's, that's the thing is like, I'm, uh, and this goes back to when we were talking about immortals, like, yeah, it's, I just don't really play a lot of mobile games, but this seems all right. Like, like mm-hmm. immortal controlled really well. I haven't, I haven't played the alpha, but I've heard good things from people who have, um, and good Lord, they're taking their sweet time developing it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the effort's got to be going somewhere. I don't think it's just uh, to mobile microtransactions. Sure. So sure. I would assume not. Uh, the other thing I would say, I think this ship has sailed, or at least we need to get a, a, a start to acknowledge this idea that while a mobile Warcraft experience of some kind may include such things as fishing, and it may include a form of professions and or crafting, that sort of stuff, we're never going to get an app. If we haven't got one on already, we're never going to get an app that is just, hey, here's your fishing buddy, freaking pet battle uh, auction house app. Like, we're not going to get that. They're either going to put a game game out and it will either be World of Warcraft Mobile Edition that's still the main game or some sort of light version of Warcraft. Warcraft Junior. That's what I'm calling it. We're getting Warcraft (laughs) Junior. All right. So my first Warcraft. Yeah, my first for a lot of people. It may be. Maybe that's the idea. I don't know. I'll play it. I'm ready. Like, I'm ready to give that thing a shot. I've done this before. I, I sometimes I go on these tears where I'm like. Hey, there's like five new weird Korean MMOs out on mobile. I'm going to try them all. And I do. And they're kind of fun for a minute. And then I don't play them anymore. But I get curious about them. Actual Blizzard doing that? I mean, that's a, I, I guarantee I'll be messing with that. I just need to know what it is and have it happen before we're all dead. Okay. <laughs> Let's get to the main quest. I thought it'd be helpful since last week uh, we did a really fun thing. We put up audio of us just sort of talking over and with the uh, the opening ceremonies all the way up through about three and a half hours of content. And, oh, I didn't uh, know you posted that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I put it up in audio form. Uh-huh. I, so I usually do this. This is something I've always done with E3 when that was more normal, um, usually with Patrick and John and others. And we always had fun with it and people always liked it. But I always put out a little disclaimer before it saying, look, just so you know, and I did that with this. I said at the top of the show when I before I put the file up, I'm like, we're about to like have this thing play and we're going to talk over it and we're going to joke around and have fun and be goofballs and enjoy ourselves. So just so you know, that's what this is. And if that doesn't sound like something you want, you know, maybe don't listen to it. Um, I do that every time. But every time I put them up, nothing but mostly people being super happy about it unless they missed the disclaimer and didn't like it. And I'm like, well, that's the reason the disclaimer exists. But well, now that I know anyway. a lot more people uh, heard it. Um, thank you. Diablo fans for not blowing me up on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. You didn't get too much. You have been extremely kind. Yeah. That wasn't too, that wasn't too bad. Um, but anyway, yeah, Diablo two, uh, the Diablo two discussion, I got, I got a little feedback on that about, you know, I don't know. There's a lot of really strong feelings about Diablo two, which shouldn't be a shock to anybody, but um, anyway, uh, as much as you guys enjoyed that, what we didn't get is kind of a postmortem sort of break it down thing. And I know you just put up a new wow killer episode that goes deep into things like chains of domination, uh, TBC classic, that sort of stuff. So make sure people out there, give that a listen as well. Uh, if you want to hear, uh, Tally Essen and you discuss some of those things at more length, we're going to go over some of that here. So I apologize if some of this is, is, uh, you know, a little bit repetitive, 
Um, but figured we'd do it and focus on the WoW stuff today. Shadowlands patch 9.1 is called Chains of Domination. And this Koritha or Karitha, how you say it? Forgot how they said it. Koritha. I, I I, I've been saying Korthia or I Korthia. believe it's Korthia. Korthia. I don't know if it's Korthia or Korthia. I don't, I don't know. know I can't. I don't know where the emphasis is on the syllables. I don't either. But uh, this is a new section of the Maw. It'll have new art. It'll have new stuff. Uh, mounts, pets, more, all this thing. Uh, the two big chains you saw. I assume we're going to move up those chains. Uh, maybe. Maybe those are a traveling chain. I hope not because I fall off those things constantly <laughs> in friggin' Torghast. Yeah. If I got to walk across those every single damn time, that or please, please, please make them way bigger chains. <laughs> it's a fair point. What I uh, hope happens is we just teleporty up there and and but make it cool and animated yeah. the way they do in uh, uh, Bastion when you go from that platform down to now you need to unlock the uh, the hook shot from uh, Venari, and the, that's the only way you can get there. You, oh, you there right you click go. on an anchor, and you, you finally you hook shots coming back, there. baby. Not since uh, not since Legion have we had hook shots in this way. Anyway, we don't know about that for sure, but um, it's a part of the maw that we currently don't have access to. Neither did the jailer in the story, but now does because of things. I don't know how much of that stuff spoilers, but whatever. Uh, so that's the thing. We also, as part of this, have a new raid called Sanctum of Domination. Uh, it is new raid with the Eye of the Jailer. Uh, I don't know how to say this other. Terragru? Is that right? Terragru. It's okay. the thing that kills you when you die too many yeah, times. Yeah, I always in, forget the name of the thing. Terragru. There it is. He's like the ghost. It's, it's, in, um, uh, uh, you can call it not a Tarask. There you go. Not a Tarask. Not a Kyle Ferguson. Um, <laughs> Kel'Thuzad and then Sylvanas. And Those are our only confirmed bosses. Notice right. that they don't mention Anduin. Yeah, they don't mention Anduin, who, I don't know, he's, he just needs to be saved. Like, whatever he did to get the runes <laughs> and be under control. Like, he thinks he's doing it for the right reasons, or he, he submitted for the right reasons, and he probably did. But I don't think we need to fight him. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we do. <laughs> Maybe we do. Maybe we need to fight him, and then he needs to get all Brad Pitt and reach into the sky and pull down some healing and do some badass <laughs> thing in a fight. I was like, what do you mean by Brad Pitt? And then I'm like, oh, wait, never mind. I he always exactly looks like Brad Pitt in that to me. I can't Just help Just a young, gorgeous, like Brad Pitt uh, a la Troy. Yep. Um, they gave very little detail about Sylvanas' role in this raid other than uh, this is likely not. I mean, they wouldn't really say, but this is not her dying. This is not her demise. Well, that's a good question. Do you think Sylvanas dies? No. Hell no. Okay. I think Sylvanas yeah, gets do down I. to a few points of life and goes, Ah, you fools! And then takes off, or or there's a I, turning of the tide with her or something, but she doesn't die. I think she 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 sees the light. She's clearly doubting the jailer at this point. Oh yeah, her eyes tell you everything you need to know in these cutscenes. She's yep. like she's having all kinds of regret. There's a lot of raised eyebrows. Yeah. Um. They also went into some detail during the week about the new eight boss mythic mega dungeon called the Veiled Market or Tavanet. Ta- sorry. Tazenvesh, Tazavesh, the veiled market. There we go. Uh, it's like an outdoor market, except they don't want you there. So you got to fight a bunch of stuff. It's not the same as your typical dungeon. This is more like you trying to invade a, a freaking farmer's market on a Saturday. And uh, except in this case, none of the farmer's market people want you there. So get out. The stormtroopers got called at Moss Eisley. That's what's <laughs> about to happen. That's a pretty good comparison. I'm shocked that you would have a good Star Wars comparison. Shocking, I say. <laughs> Dude, uh, I am a sucker for sci-fi and fantasy markets. Whether it's Star Wars or uh, Hellboy 2, the Golden Army, I love a creepy creature market. I am yeah, all for it. I like them too. 
I think that's a, that's a good. Uh, I don't think your your science fiction film about outer rim style planets is incomplete. Unless you have some sort of alien market with a bunch of weird shit in it. And the same or thing, bar. by the way, you know, we're a bar and the same thing, <laughs> and we have goes, both. same thing goes for if you're going to make a deep space movie that's either horror or, oh, no, we're out here and we're, we can't get back or whatever your space movie is. And if there's a crew on your ship, you have to have a galley slash cafeteria scene in your movie. If you don't do that, you're making it you're making a bad movie. So I would point to like aliens, sunshine, countless others, even the Matrix you need to have a place where the where they all sit around leaning on their arms, maybe messing around with a knife like in aliens or maybe not doesn't matter, but you got to have that galley place and it's got to be badly lit and you're all eating just freeze dried shit. It's just the way. Okay. My favorite know. version of that is Firefly, by the way. Uh, there you go. That's perfect. That is a central piece to that ship. That ship is nothing without that freaking galley. I'm telling you. All right. Now Kitchen that we've had the that discussion. Uh, Torgas getting a new wing, floors, enemies, powers, art. All of that. Uh, new ways for GURP to die. New ways for GURP to die. Uh, fan, dumb ways for GURP to die is how I'd like to put it. Flying. Uh, unlock flying by competing uh, covenant activities and campaign chapters, earning your covenant mount. So that's now been confirmed and was during the show that. All right, Scott, can we just take a moment and yeah. lament the fact that uh, there's finally something not all that great for the Night Fae Covenant? Because <laughs> that mount is nightmare fuel. It is. I mean, it, it is. looks like someone ran over a, a, a dachshund and resurrected it and made it fly. <laughs> it's a weird. Um, I, I realize it's a never ending story callback, but it is. oh man, and oh, have, that thing is just, yeah, I know I get it. I, I, these new of the new mounts, that's the one that has me the most uh, concerned about like gene splicing and you know, horrible, <laughs> <laughs> horrible combination yeah. of like yeah. creature ideas. Yeah. But, uh, I'll fly it still. I'll still write. I it hope then. I hope it plays never ending story every time I, I summon that damn thing. It does look like a fox got into one of the fly transporters and uh, got stuck in there with a, I don't know, a lizard. And then and that's what but you I remember. If anyone remembers the scene in Ghostbusters 2 where the woman steps in the pink goo and she's wearing a mink fur coat and the minks come alive and start attacking her. That is what this mount reminds me of. Oh, that's the worst movie, though. Ghostbusters 2. It is not great. No. It's so bad. But I'm so I glad, like we, agree. The, uh, I'm glad we agree on that. Scene. Oh, there are moments. I mean, don't get me wrong. <laughs> Everything has moments, but what a bummer Ghostbusters 2 is. Uh, All right. What else? Uh, so that's how you're going to get your flying. And uh, for a lot of people, that's way better than dealing with, a, uh, you know, some sort of Pathfinder nightmare uh, thing. But it does mean you need to, you know, be caught up, get going, be ready for this. If you can, that's what I'm doing. My my concern is like, do I have to get to the very end of Renown or is it earlier in the Renown arc? Oh, yeah. Good point. We don't know. They didn't. They yeah. never clarified that. Do you, do you agree with Jocelyn at all that you just prefer them never adding flying into the game again and you still had to ride everywhere? No, Jocelyn and I aren't friends anymore now that she she mentioned that. <laughs> yeah, we're actually our friendship has ended. We're just we're just uh, we're staying together for the angry chicken. Yeah. Like, I don't know why, I don't know, I don't know why I can't, I can't agree with her on this. Like, I understand what she's saying, and I agree with her during, like, during the leveling process, 100% with her. We saw how it worked with Cataclysm, and the worst part of Cataclysm, in my opinion, was that decision to let you fly no matter what, no matter where, already, immediately. I think that was a bad idea. It made the world feel blank and and dumb. And this this method they use now 
of getting through that content first still works like it did with Wrath or anyone else. I just think we get too rigmarole toward the end about, I mean, can you jump through additional hoops to get that flying? I still wish I could just pay a thousand gold and just get it, but I'll yeah, take I, this. I, I want it now. I'm bored. I want to go play alts, but I don't want to wait for another elevator in Revendreth ever again. Oh, that's um, a good point. Flying like in Revendreth should just be free now, no matter who you are. Like, <laughs> like that's the only yeah, one. But the yeah. one bummer of going back to GURP is I can't float everywhere like I could with the Demon Hunter, and that bums me. Yeah, out. Yeah, because I don't know. To me, it's, it's it has always been irksome for me, and 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 I I'm with you. I don't want it from the beginning. I think Cataclysm was it was that was one of the really bad things about that expansion. Yeah. Um, but at this point. I'm just like even, and then when 9.1 comes out, I'm gonna be wanting to spend more time in Corthia, where they're not gonna let us fly anyway. Right. So like, just give me my flying now. I've yeah. done everything there is to do. Let me let me speed this process up a little bit. Yep, this is all true. Um, they're also let's see, we're getting our. You mentioned them out coming at uh, cosmetic armor sets, Shadowlands season two, new mythic plus effects, honor talent refreshes, excuse me, PvP rewards and more. Moving on to Burning Crusade Classic, they uh, say the release will be this year. And like we mentioned earlier in the show, beta soon. And uh, spell batching is removed. So no more. Um, how did it work before? Spell batching. It's like level, like when they would level them out, right? Is that what they mean? Oh, dude, I do not remember. <laughs> remember how that worked? <laughs> I don't how remember this at all. Back in the day? I don't remember. Someone in the chat will remember. Uh, Draenei spe- uh, Blood Elves, in, or sorry, Draenei and Blood Elves will be in the pre-patch. Mentioned that current classic servers becoming progression servers. Uh, choosing a character, uh, let's see, choosing, uh, sorry, choose on a character by basing or character basis. Choosing on a character by character basis. There you go. I can speak English words uh, to progress with the server or move the character to a classic era server. And then we talked about the paid option and the boost fifty eight. So we've gone through all that. Um, then a few more things that sort of came out of the Q&A panel, I think, that are uh, of note. Faction imbalance has become a social issue and will require a social solution. Uh, and they say it is a top priority for them. So we're having a bit of a problem right now that has been there for a bit. Faction imbalance. At one point, Ian said he gave a lot of credit of that to um, a problem with racials for a while uh, that just made things imbalanced. And right now there seems to be a real problem. So we got to you got to figure that out, but they they are not inclined to tell people to, you know, to force anybody to do any kind of faction switching unless they want to out of just whatever other, whatever social reason they want to do it. And they'd like to keep it that way. So my take from that is they're going to have a really hard time getting that back to normal for whatever the reasons are people left, leave factions or stay with a faction or don't can't be bothered or don't want to pay or whatever. You cannot fix that overnight unless you intervene. So We'll see how that goes. Um, Was this the same question that led to all the headlines talking about how we may one day be able to mix Alliance and Horde players and PVE content? Maybe. I think I I made the comment or added the question at the end. It was my own follow-up, but I basically said, so do you think we're ever going to see cross-faction raiding? Because that would alleviate a lot of the problems you're talking about. So you could organize raids with whoever you wanted, wherever you wanted. And he said... Basically, it was that standard answer of not not at the moment, but we never say never. And I, and everyone ran with that <laughs> and said, oh, well, that means so you're saying there's a chance. It was that whole thing. Uh, oh, so, man, yeah, I love this. I would love, I love it if they so did much. that. I would love it if they did that. But I don't I don't know. It doesn't sound like they want to do that, but I think that may be their solution right there. 
Um, let's see. Can't fly from zone to zone in Shadowlands. You're going to need to use flight paths to enter a zone. He had a great explanation for that. It made sense to me. I made a comment about how the, the map has a way of making you feel like you could or should be able to do that just by looking at it when you back out. But he says if you didn't have that teleportation between Oribos and the next point of interest, it would be a 45-minute physical flight for you to go to any of these other continents. And um, even though that's, I mean, it's made up, right? We're just making this stuff up. But I, I can see why they're, it's, and I'm weirdly better with it than I was. I complained a lot about travel at the start of this, of this expansion. I'm a little better now. It's okay. I don't, I don't mind going up. Oh, Got to get over to Maldraxxus. It gets go alleviated and, as you go along. Yeah. Now that I have a, like the level three mushroom network on my Night Fay and I have a port to Oribos, like things have really sped up. Yeah. Yeah, they've got some interesting ways of dealing with that stuff. It's like killing the dude in the maw that has the mount, and then you get to use his mount for a while. It's not the perfect solution, but it's... I like these weird little ways they make things seem better that way, so... You know what does seem strange to me, though, is I I had assumed that we wouldn't be able to do that so that it was easier for them to add more zones. Yeah. Like, they just tack on another portal, and that ports us out to whatever the new zone is. But the first new zone we're getting is attached to the damn Maw. (laughs) It's not even in Oribos. It doesn't even connect to Oribos. Yeah. So that's that's what I find a little strange. Like, well, if it's a 45-minute drive, why don't you just... Just scoot those zones closer. It doesn't need to be 45 minutes. Right. <laughs> what are uh, we doing? There was talk but, some, or did I, oh, maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm not supposed to have known this and then they didn't no announce just, it, which means they may not do it. Shoot. I don't want to control. Oh, hey, man. Hey, hey. I'll tell you off no, air. No, it, it was just a, a thought that popped into my head. No, no, that's all good. But I, I heard something off air or I'll hear something I want to tell you about and I'll tell you off air because I don't think they brought it up, but I was told ahead of time that they were going to which makes me think they changed their mind. And so it, it's a maw thing. I'll tell you about it off air and you can tell me if, Oh yeah, they did announce that or I just didn't hear it or something. Cause I haven't been able to find it anywhere. And there was certainly wasn't oh, yeah, in our I'm Q&A. Getting, I'm getting the, the behind the scenes scoop, everybody. Yep. He's getting stuff. No one else has heard. And it was Scott's just a, tell me a, that has a cost. This requires a Krispy Kreme donut before any interview. Oh, <laughs> uh, now it's out. Everyone By the way, so do I. So. Oh, oh, Okay. Yeah, this is how yeah. we get you on every episode of the show every week. I get yeah, you actually, yeah, you're like, hey, Garrett, hey, here's the Krispy Kreme, here's the hand delivered donut, come on the show. <laughs> uh, let's see what else. Uh, your oh, your name will be saved for both servers uh, options in Burning Crusade Classic. If there are server connections, they will likely play out like in Modern WoW, having uh, names with server appendages stuff. So that was an important thing that came out where it's like, uh, I mean, they, it, the tech behind it is basically like your hashtag. Battle.net name style uh, thing. Uh, Holly explained that and used a fake character. We were worried at first because we thought it was a real one and then she was going to get spammed to death, but it was a, it was a fake character. Anyway, uh, moving on to what else? Uh, we talked about Paladin Seals being available for both factions. Oh, there are no plans right now to add more race slash cra- uh, class combinations in Shadowlands, but never say never, they said. Um I don't know why they didn't say never say never with the cosmetics, but yes, a race slash class combos. None of that will change in Shadowlands without them letting us know, I guess. There's no plans at the moment. Yeah. Uh, a couple other bits. I mean, I'm still flabbergasted uh, just from an overall show perspective that Overwatch got no opening ceremonies play. I just think that's crazy. 
And uh, I just at first didn't to think me. it was weird. And then we tuned into the Overwatch panel and they were showing the PVE mode. And I'm like, wait, what is this? None of us have seen this before. And it looked good. Like it looked like it yeah. had some meat to it. And they were showing the weather effects thing and the day night stuff. And I'm at the time went, well, wait, this is all you could have shown this. I don't know if they just weren't ready to do like a packaged showing of it or or what the problem was, but it's like you've got your big fat IPs and that's one of them. That's really one of them. It's huge. You can't just like not talk about it. And I was shocked they didn't talk about it, but they talked a ton later. Like there was all sorts of good stuff on that channel about that game. So that's still weird. And I'm still annoyed. I'm sure you are that we don't know anything about that Hearthstone mode because they just didn't explain it. So how are we going to find out, Garrett? We just wait until this. Do you think it's just a fake name? They went, hey, we got mercenaries. Oh, what's that about? Nah, I don't know. We'll see you in eight months when we when maybe we'll know. Uh, uh, it's just weird, man. It's like my is my response. Um, they didn't show a single card like we we got into our interview. We're like, wait, are there cards? We're not sure. Mm-hmm. Like. They didn't, I, I don't know. Um, it was on the roadmap that they put out last year. It was at like the end of the, the year, the year of the Phoenix, which was the standard year, which is about to end Yeah. roadmap. And so I think they felt they had to announce it, but it, 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 to me, this is based on nothing anyone has told me, but just by how absolutely freaking vague this announcement was, I, I, I think they are behind on schedule on this. Um, mm. And I, I, it, could have been all sorts of things. Uh, you know, people were not happy with their battle pass system that they released. Right. Um, duels, the last new mode kind of launched to middling interest. Um, so to me, I go, I, I think they probably looked at, at some of the pushback they've seen from like their last two major updates and are, are kind of going back to the well mm. and, and want this to be a hit and wants to be on the level of battlegrounds. Mm. Um, I mean, obviously they want everything to be a hit, but, to me, I'm just getting this sense that's like whatever they had planned, it got yanked, and I and I think we're going to see this later than we expected, yeah. um, because no one seems to know what it is. No one can tell me what this mode is at Blizzard. Yeah, they seem to be real. Which is it's weird, weird. though because they made a big deal out about it uh, out of it in the opening thing, but no <laughs> no Overwatch two stuff. It was just so weird to me. Yeah, but, yeah, and it's like it's not the kind of thing that like makes me angry as a fan or anything. I, I, I just find it like, I want to know the full story and I'm sure I will never get it. Like, I want to know why, why was this such a strange mm-hmm. unveiling? Yeah. It's not um, enough just to say the word mercenaries and get us excited though. I need more. Yeah. They're, they're, they just like shot out a bunch of like buzzwords. They're like, it's a roguelike with PVE permanent progression and you could fight your friends. And like, that's it. I'm like, okay. And so yeah. other people are taking it running and they're like, yeah, Slay the Spire. And I'm like, no one said that. Yeah, we're just <laughs> we making don't know it for up. sure. We're making this up because they won't tell us. Usually we'll yeah. have more information. The other thing I wanted to say about Overwatch 2 is that uh, a lot of people try to sort of quantify what that multiplayer PvE content looks like, um, co-op stuff. And what it looks like to me is Left for Dead with progression, which is totally talking my language. Um, I'm I'm into this. So with skill unlocks and like actual permanent progression in that mode. Um, that sounds great. I'm super into that idea. I know you like left for dead. You should be into this. Should yeah. be a thing. Yeah. No, I, I, I am. I am looking forward to it. I, I do tend to like these types of games to be 
way more violent, but, um, yeah, true. It, it does. It does look cool. Yeah. Seemed neat. Um, and some of that yeah, stuff, I, I, need, I need something. Cause if it's just more multiplayer, I've, I'm, I've kind of, I've kind of had my fill of overwatch multiplayer. Yeah. I think a lot of us have. All right. That's going to do it for that. We do have an email today. Mr. Johnson, I have, I have questions. Well, we've got answers. Uh, this is the emails we read on the show, and they come to us at theinstance at gmail.com. Please use it. We'd love to hear from you. Theinstance at gmail.com. Stephen wrote in and said, I dropped out of retail somewhere mid-BFA and have been playing classic and other games ever since. After listening to a recent Instance episode, I decided to give Shadowlands a go. There are so many barriers to re-entry. New add-on manager, class changes, etc. But I bravely forged ahead. Well, for the record, the add-on manager isn't Blizzard's. That's somebody else's. <clears throat> That's just someone else. Anyway, this came to me uh, came to a screeching halt when I logged in and found the old god equivalent of a bachelorette party gag gift protruding from my paladin's forehead. Eye of Nazoth. More, <laughs> more like Nazoth's purple-headed yogurt stingers. <laughs> Sorry, yogurt slinger spurting fully formed from the proud light bringing brow. Fellas, I have like 20 quests in my quest log and no memory of which one is tied to this travesty. So I ask you, the instance, euphemisms aside, how do I get this old god dong off my forehead? Warmest regards, uh, Arient. No idea which server I'm on at this point. Uh, His real name is Steven. Uh, P.S. Love the show. Thanks for all you do and all the work to make it happen. Okay, Steven. I like your style, first of all, number one. Number two, just clear out all your old quests and pretend like you're starting fresh. That's how I do it. Don't worry about stuff <laughs> on your head. That's just a piece, it's a piece of gear. Go in there and change it, transmog it to something else. Because if you were here in BFA, you know what transmog is. Just go transmog it. Go talk to... Well, the gift in this auth, I believe, is tied to the, the quest line that it's on. So Oh, is it? Try just... For, oh, just kill what, the quest, then. That's it. Yeah, get rid of... Either go finish or get rid of it. Yeah, get rid of it. You don't need it. Yeah, I forgot about that. You can if you kill the quest. Chat room saying you can't get rid of it. Yes, you can. Go kill the quest. Just delete the quest. Oh, oh chat room saying you have to clear the raid. No. Is that true? No. no I don't think that's true because I, I don't, don't think I did. You can. Just kill the quest. I'm telling you. If you go kill, they're not going to make you for the rest of your while playing history and the history of the future. I, you're not going to have to walk around with that freaking thing on your head. I promise. I swear. I don't, I don't know about this. Yeah, you can kill it. I promise you, you can kill it. I, I, now I wish I would have done slightly more research on how because everyone in here is being so adamant that you can't. This, but, this, I know this one is a weird one, but I, yeah, I don't, I don't know offhand the exact way you get rid of it, but I was, I was pretty sure it was like tied to a quest. How to get your old, you know, who would know, you know who we need right now is Taliesin because he kept that thing around on purpose for the entire damn expansion. Um, but I, I, I don't remember. I had it. It was gone. I don't remember why it disappeared. Well, that line, uh, how to get this old God dong off my forehead is really one of the greatest things we've ever been sent. So regardless of what happens, I love that you sent that and that you used those words. Stephen, well done. Please write into the instance at gmail.com and tell us with, with like cited references how we do this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How do you do it? Because I know you get clean. If you do it all the normal way, you get cleansed of it. But if you don't finish all that or you quit before any of this, I can't imagine you can't just kill all associated quest content with it. Just delete them. I think it'll be fine. Okay, uh, forums are saying, and in this this corroborates with something I saw in chat room that you need to do a quest with Brother Pike 
in Borales. Wait, to get rid but of then it? What's the horde equivalent? Yeah, what do you do if you're horde? Yeah. That doesn't make sense. I don't know if I believe this. I feel like we'd hear more problems. Because I know there, there's a huge portion of the game... Ba- you know, the base. I love that I don't know what this like what the answer to this is. <laughs> uh, it's very weird. Anyway, go good luck, Steven. And if we find out between now and next week, you can guarantee we'll have a follow-up. So watch for that. All right. It's gonna do it for today's show. Thank you all for tuning in and checking it out. Especially you guys are here live. We really appreciate it. If you're listening at home, we love you too. And a reminder that you can uh, help uh, support the show by going on over and becoming an Instance Plus member at theinstance.net. Yeah, that's right. You get rad art in the mail and other cool benefits that only are afforded to those who support the show. So check it out at theinstance.net. Garrett, in the meantime, other stuff going on with you. Uh, as I mentioned, great episode of uh, Wow Killer. Anything else you want to mention this week? Uh, everything's at amove.tv. Got uh, got new Hearthstone chatter up over on the Angry Chicken. Did a nice into the Nexus yesterday. We're getting a new Heroes of the Storm patch next week. Um, so check it all out. amove.tv. Nice. Amove. It's the best way to attack in an RTS if uh, some of you are confused. All right. That's going to do it for us. Thank you all for being here. More shows like this at the instance, or excuse me, at frogpants.com. Uh, where you can find this show and all the other shows we do on the network. You can find all the artwork and other stuff that's happening. Uh, if you have any questions or thoughts, email us, theinstance at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at Instance Show, at Garrett Art, at Scott Johnson. And like I said, more cool stuff like this at frogpants.com. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Garrett, for all of you. We'll see you next time. show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com.